Can protesting get you fired? What happens when the unlawful actions of others implicate you and you get canned? Dan Eaton from Seltzer Kaplan McMahon Vitek and someone who also writes for the San Diego Union Tribune walks us through a controversial case. I'm Lawrence Clevy, and this is Legal Talk Today. Welcome back, listeners. We've got another interesting show about free speech for you today. This time, it's about your right to protest and whether or not your employer, a non-governmental actor, can curtail that right and fire you. But before we get into that, we need to thank our sponsor for their generous support, NOTA. NOTA is powered by M&T Bank because you went to law school to be a lawyer, not an accountant. That's very true. I did not go to law school to be an accountant. Take advantage of NOTA, a no-cost IOLTA management tool that helps solo and small law firms track client funds down to the penny. Visit trustnota.com forward slash legal to learn more. That's NOTA spelled N-O-T-A. Terms and conditions may apply. All right, let's meet our guest, Dan Eden. Welcome to the show. Good to be with you, Lawrence. Thank you for coming on. And, uh, you know, we've got a kind of a weird case here today. You know, uh, historically, you know, through 2020 and into 2021, we've been covering free speech issues, but mostly from the government uh, curtailing them aspect of it. In this case, this is about a private uh, private employer. And so on one side of the aisle here, we have, I'm just doing a little setup here for the audience. We have Leah Snyder. And on the other side, we have All Right Solutions. That's her employer. So they're Illinois-based and she's a California-based worker. And of course, of course, the protests that we alluded to earlier were uh, the unfortunate protest on January 6th at the Capitol that turned deadly when a, a series of protesters broke away and, and did some unlawful activities breaking into the Capitol and, you know, very tragic events. But, you know, I wanted to talk about that because it's different. You know, in this case, we have a private actor and uh, not a government actor in this uh, in this scenario. And so what I wanted to do, Dan, was turn to you just about what happened here. So there's been a lawsuit filed. Leah Snyder filed this, but at least from her her filing, you know, according to the facts she presented, what happened here? What uh, Ms. Snyder claims happened is that, yes, she did go uh, to Washington on January 6th on her own paid time from All Right Solutions. She listened to speeches by the president and other important people. And then she walked peacefully to the Capitol to engage in what she thought would be a peaceful protest. Uh, she says that she never actually entered uh, the Capitol, although she was on Capitol grounds, and she never saw or heard during her visit of anyone engaging in any unlawful activity or of any injuries to persons or damages to property. She then claims that when she uh, she took a couple of selfies, by the way, while she was there. And then she claims when she got home, she posted a couple of those selfies in an effort to engage with someone on social media who had criticized the protest and said, no, actually, it was she was very happy to participate because it was actually a, quote, peaceful and fun day, close quote. She claims then that when she was cyberbullied in response to those comments, her employer fired her. Okay, now one of the things that wasn't clear to me, I, I read the case, the, the people that she was engaging with on social media, were those fellow employees, coworkers, or were these strangers online, or, or is the record kind of void there? No, it's pretty clear that they were strangers online. She was posting in response to a, a someone who had posted on social media who was unknown to her. What happened, the connection to the employer was apparently someone posted this social media thread to her employer's website, which is presumably how All Right Solutions learned about this. 
Okay, well, in terms of a remedy, you know, she's filed her case. You know, what what is she claiming? Like, what are her damages that she's seeking right now? She's seeking at least ten million dollars in damages, unspecified punitive damages. She's also seeking reinstatement to her job, as well as attorney's fees and cost if she prevails. Yeah, I read somewhere she's also seeking back pay for the uh, the time that she's been absent from her position. Correct. That's correct. That would be included in the $10 million in damages that she is seeking. You know, I didn't see anything in the press or anything filed in return, but has All Right said anything publicly about the firing of Leah? Have they stated their case uh, when it comes to this matter? Well, first of all, All Right has not filed anything in response so far to Ms. Snyder's lawsuit. But an All Right spokesperson did tell the legal press that uh, without commenting on Ms. Snyder's suit, that the company, quote, unequivocally condemns the actions taken place by the rioters at the insurrection in Washington, D.C. Lawlessness and violence have no place in our democracy and are firmly against our corporate policies, close quote. All right, well, let's get into the legal basis of uh, Leah's claims here. And so, like like we alluded to earlier, this is not you know, a government actor. And so the Constitution isn't going to provide the prohibition against inf- infraction into free speech. But as I understand, uh, she's bringing forth a couple of California laws. So one being the Tom Bain Act and another, I guess, is some, and I wasn't quite uh, super clear about this, some statutory bans on employers. And so can you walk us through those elements of her claim and then tell us how this got into federal court? Uh, being that this is based on some state laws? Well, I mean, I can answer the second one easily. It's a diversity action, as lawyers know. So it's between parties of of different states with more than $75,000 in play. So that's why it's in federal court. But getting back to uh, the basis of the claim, there are really three statutes on which Ms. Snyder's claim rests. The first is the Tom Bain Act, which prohibits an employer, quote, by threat, intimidation, or coercion from interfering or attempting to interfere with the exercise or enjoyment by any individual or individuals of constitutional rights. In this case, Ms. Snyder claims interfering with her right to peaceful protest, and the interference, she claims, is the termination. The other statutes are uh, Labor Code's sections 1101 and 1102, both of which essentially say an employer cannot insist that their employees follow a particular line or interfere with an employee's right to engage in political action or political activity. All of those rights, of course, as you correctly point out, are separate and distinct from the Constitution, which does not as such play into the actions of a private actor like All Right Solutions. All right. Now, this is my last question here. And I, and I realize that we're pretty early in this case as the, you know, the defendant here, uh, All Right Solutions, has not filed their reply. But uh, just in terms of what's being presented here by the plaintiff, Leah, what are each side going to need to show in terms of prevailing in this lawsuit? Well, that's a great question, uh, Lawrence. At the end of the day, the important thing that Ms. Snyder will have to show, because she is the plaintiff, and she has the burden of proof, is she is going to have to show that, in fact, she did engage in a peaceful and not lawless activity. But more to the point, 
she is because she is an at-will employee, presumably, meaning she can be fired for a good cause or no cause as long as it's not unlawful. She will have to show that Albright did not actually or reasonably believe she had engaged in lawless activity on January 6th. It's important to understand Albright does not have to show that Ms. Snyder was involved in a riot. What has to happen is that Ms. Snyder actually has to show that because, as she alleges in her complaint, Albright did no investigation prior to firing her, that it did not actually or reasonably believe she had engaged in lawless activity and fired her anyway in violation of the California statutes we just discussed. Well, it's still early, but we'll keep an eye out there for resolution in this case and see what happens. But uh, Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a real pleasure talking with you. Good to talk with you too, Lawrence. And thank you listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate us positively in your favorite podcasting app. And once again, thank you to our sponsor, Noda. You can find them at trustnoda.com forward slash legal. That's Noda spelled N-O-T-A. And lastly, but never, never leastly, thank you to our team producer, Molly McDonough, and our LTN audio crew for all their hard work. This has been Legal Talk Today. I'm Lawrence Coletti. Have a great day, everybody. (laughs) 